0: Hello everyone and welcome to yet another episode of Gust of Wind. Uh this is a Gazerless Gust. Uh so Steuben, as always, going it almost alone, but I am joined by Milwaukee Regional top eight player Jared Waitala. What's going on, Jared?
1: Not much. Happy to be here. Thanks for having me.
0: Of course. Uh we are in the same playtesting group. So as soon as you know your run was deep, I was like, hey, let's let's get you on here exclusively uh for dude. the interviews you can talk about the run and everything leading up to Milwaukee
1: it, it was awesome uh like just sharing that day with you guys just uh over discord just telling you guys how it was going
0: oh man i had i had it on i had the stream on at work on the tv and like the customers in there were making fun of me because i was like so f- like fanboying like that that's my <laughs> dude that's my dude like they were like, what's wrong with you? It's like, I, I'm excited for my bro right now, man. Like they're like, okay, I get it. That's, that's pure happiness, you know, being excited for your friends and everything. So, uh, it was, it was exciting for all of us. Uh, I wish a few more of the guys could join the call or whatever, but I know beans traveling to Fresno right now and yeah. the schedules are weird. Cause especially like we got a couple, well, you know, we got, we got JP on the other side of the world and cash on the other side of the world. So it just awkward time zones uh it happens but
1: Uh, yeah i literally thought about picking up a flight to fresno like like maybe two hours ago when i found out i actually couldn't go to puerto rico
0: oh yeah Yeah.
1: so i thought about that and i was like no i really should just take this weekend to go to those cups so
0: yeah and we'll, we'll talk about that but uh before we get too too crazy and wrapped up in like the run itself uh give the pod and the listeners a little bit about yourself and your pokemon career so far
1: uh yeah so i've been playing pokemon for about what this is 2023 about 12 years ish um It honestly really started with a ad in the newspaper for the Pokemon National Championships that was happening in Indianapolis, Indiana. Mm -hmm. And I live in Fort Wayne, which is about three hours or two and a half hours north of Indy. And my parents knew that my brother and I played Pokemon. And they were like, you know what, let's just go. So for like the, the days that it was occurring we went to one of them i think it was like saturday or friday something like that and we drove down literally didn't know how to play pokemon like correctly or like legally i guess (laughs) you know you got like the street pokemon and the the rules that the playground and stuff like that oh yeah Uh, highest
0: hp bigger bigger yeah more energy without actually playing any energy
1: Exactly. Literally that and just playing the video game. Uh, So we went down and didn't know much and we just kind of jumped right in. Uh, I know somebody who was like the head of side events or something that something was happening with them. Uh, They, they found us and we were like, Oh, we don't know how to play. And they're like, all right, let's teach you guys how to play. They sat down my brother and they gave him a theme deck and a, booster box of undaunted i believe at the time
0: whoa a whole box just for yeah that's that's why and they they
1: literally cracked it open right there and they modified the theme deck with the booster box that they gave my brother and uh i played a bunch of side events i you know like the line okay there used to be a line Where you would go in, and it was like free side events, and you would go with your opponent, and you would be like, oh, they won, or I won. And the winner gets to choose one of the two prizes they set out first, and the loser gets the other one. And uh, I just did a bunch of that, and I played the video game a little bit. I learned how to play the card game with my brother after his theme deck thing was finished. And to be honest, we've never looked back. It was just a fun day at Nationals, and... I went to league, picked up the truth as the very first deck I learned how to play after the world championships. And it was just a ton of fun. And I'm very happy I've been doing this since then. That's awesome.
0: Yeah. The 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 way that the side events and like learning how to play at a big event has changed. Now they have the play lab and yeah. the first steps program and all that kind of stuff that really gets a lot of new people into it. Because people do just show up to, like, the regional championships and not have a lick of what th- what to do, like, at all. So uh, it's nice now that there's more, like, a full-on established program that they can do at all these events for newcomers to get into it.
1: Yeah, it's honestly really cool. Like, I, I was really excited to see that, like, the Play Labs were starting to be a thing, and then the first steps was really cool. Um They just got a bunch of cards out there, and you, like, just build a deck i believe mm-hmm. and just mm-hmm. and they teach you how to play yeah, which they, i think is like amazing. there's like really
0: really loose guidelines like okay go to this table and pick up so many cards from here then go to the next table and grab those and then go to the next table and get these and then all you need now is your energy cards and you're you're ready to go so uh it's it's kind of cool because everyone gets to take home something and then now with the play lab they're getting like full-on like demo decks with like non-foil V cards in there. Yeah. Um, which is cool. I think uh I saw a Greninja Umbreon and I can't think of the third one, but there's a handful of like non-foil V's.
1: There yeah, there's something like that. I definitely remember the Umbreon because everyone was like, oh my gosh, it's Umbreon and uh, Yeah, it's another evolution. Yeah.
0: Same reason everyone freaks out about the prize pack Umbreon V Max when it's oh just God, a stamp yeah. on it.
1: Um, I saw I saw that selling for 180 bucks at Milwaukee. I got lucky and I cases. hit one.
0: I hit one from a prize pack from League, and it is currently uh, waiting to come back from CGC. So I'm curious what I got nice. on it. It's a nice little uh, turnaround on that. But so Milwaukee wasn't your first major accomplishment. Uh, you've had a handful. Uh, in 2016, you got 16th place at a Fort Wayne Regionals with hotel uh, uh, yeah. Garbador. So, top 16 a handful of years ago. And then last year, you got top 64, 46 with Arceus Bedriel at the Salt Lake City Regional. That was was a lot of fun. First event back. So, excited to see that, too.
1: It's been over a year since that day two. And I'm very glad I was able to get a day two this season because I knew I could do it. And I just kept coming up short this year. So, I'm very happy to have finally made day two again
0: yeah the persistence definitely pays off and keeping up with it
1: Yeah. yeah i definitely could have made top 16 at salt lake that year but i had to leave with three rounds left in day two because my flight was scheduled on sunday i was not expecting to make day two as the first event back and having a like literally complete vgc background
0: yeah, yeah. You want to talk about the VGC background? I was gonna ask about that, but that's a pretty good segue <laughs> into it. So, VGC, yeah. uh, what what happened there?
1: So, what happened is when we got into the Pokemon card game back in 2011. I played the card game until 2014, where I was really entranced with like how VGC worked. I thought it was very cool. I wanted to learn more. I built my own team. And I went to nationals. And I actually played in VGC that year. So VGC US Nats 2014 was like my first event for VGC. Um, Don't remember how well I did, uh, to be honest. Uh, But then I played VGC until I became a master. I ended up winning... Uh, Kansas Regional Championships in 2016 as a senior. I day Worlds that year uh, and then I became a master the fall of 2016 which meant I was competing with all the new masters and for VGC it can be very brutal for a senior to move up to masters. Uh, it's always kind of scary for a senior TCG or VGC going up to the master division. It's a whole new world. So I was like, I just want to have fun, and I played the card game for the the Fort Wayne Championship since mm-hmm. I, I live in Fort Wayne. And uh, I ended up just doing extremely well there. Uh, if I didn't mess up on stream, I believe, uh, I was playing against like a carving Zygarde deck. I remember, yeah, I remember um, that deck. Yeah, I I got like locked out because I only had like EXs in play or something like that. So safe, and Gar- uh,
0: yeah,
1: yeah, the carbink. I I was getting frustrated and I attached like a DCE to my Veltal instead of my Shaman to pick it up, so I could put down like another single prizer or something like that. So you just like so, finished yourself out, basically. Yeah. Okay. I could have I could have like timed out or we could have gone to like a game three and got a tie and I could have like made top eight or something like that. It was like super super close to that so uh, i played tcg for like half of that season and then went back to vgc uh i played vgc for like 2017 18 19 and then during covid i played vgc and then i switched back to tcg coming back after covid uh kind of the same mentality as a uh, fort wayne when i became a master. I was like, I just want to do it. It seems like fun. I haven't done it in a while. So I just picked up the cards. uh, And Frank Persick helped me out a little bit with an Arceus Beadrill Urshifu deck. And I managed. Yeah. I managed to get day two with that deck. I believe Justin Bean, actually, another member of Redacted, uh, played the exact same 60 as me. And that's how I kind of got introduced to, to Beanie Boy
0: yeah yeah he, he's the one that roped me into uh he would always like hang out in the twitch streams and whatnot
1: and oh nice i
0: think after like playing a couple events and like man you know what like i don't have like a strong local scene uh there's a like, greater local area that's all right like frank's actually like somewhat local here he's about an hour away oh wow okay uh, from where i'm at and um like the in the immediate local scene like the the for like that half hour it's just super dead for the most part so i was just like you know without like a real group what can i do what can i play you know what i mean like i'd have to travel an hour each way to go to uh any sort of like actual competitive local uh and then they invited me and that's what started it with everything so uh shout, awesome. out to, shout out to them for roping me in and patting the gang too so
1: yeah i'm very very glad to be a part of this group uh literally i kept trying to find people and it just never was really working out so i literally just asked out on twitter uh and now i'm here
0: the power of discord though honestly like
1: literally yeah
0: it's that's pretty uh pretty prep we're even using it right now so shout out to discord for <laughs> their services shameless plug Um, but yeah, so Milwaukee leading up, uh, you played towards list and we all, we all knew about it in the group, but, uh, feel free to let everyone out there know like why you settled on towards list for Milwaukee specifically.
1: Uh, to be honest, it really came down to me, uh, knowing that it was towards list was consistent. And then my girlfriend was like, yeah, you should play towards list specifically. Uh, and I was like, yeah, you're right. I'll listen to you. And whenever, apparently whenever I listen to my girlfriend, uh, I end up doing well. Like, I remember I would go to locals, and she would tell me to play a certain deck, and I would just win that week's locals with it. Yeah. So, I literally picked it partially because I knew Tord was just a genius at this game, and then my girlfriend was like, yeah, you definitely should be playing Tord's list.
0: I think, like, comparing Tord to, like, other players, he's still on a whole other level. For uh, the, the four ICs... And just the fact that like he's very humble and down to earth, and like you don't ever see him in like the Twitter arguments about stipend chasing and an event Dude, showing it's up, and, like it, interacting with Tord even like when he streams on Twitch or whatever. Just it it feels so different compared to like watching other creators, and I don't want to like stir the pot uh, f- for whatever reason, but just get on towards level everybody honestly as a person and as a player
1: yeah for sure i i i love just watching board play because after he wins like two like he just seems so like happy but he's not like i don't know there's something different about toward
0: like it's not showboating you know what i mean like it's just like oh cool all right i won the game what's next and he goes from there and like also like the expl- explanations that uh toward gives to everybody is really solid in general as well
1: oh 100
0: so no changes whatsoever were there any cards that you were considering changing for that weekend leading into milwaukee
1: i was considering taking out a psychic energy for a third stadium champions festival or the penny for champions festival just reason why is the champions festival allows you to attach another energy to gardevoir kind of acts as that choice belt but it acts as a path bump too i was also debating about running a third rare candy and going down to three curlia because during testing i've just found myself to be wanting to rare candy more often and that i just always had like guard of war and rare candy and i was like might as well just dive more into that yeah. um but those were pretty much the only changes i've been debating about and i really do like uh um i'm so sorry i'm forgetting about who literally won milwaukee with guard of war henry brand <laughs> yeah
0: henry good old benry yep
1: I uh I am now considering about playing around with a Henry's list for this weekend. So, I definitely think going down to 2 research is okay. Uh I found myself having research way too often for that for that deck. I think 2 is completely fine. But yeah, I think I was definitely considering a third Champions Festival or a third stadium in general, mm-hmm, probably mm-hmm. Champions Festival and I feel like it would have been nice. It definitely would have been very nice for the run, not going to lie.
0: Yeah, I'm looking at um, Pokestats Live, and you did hit a handful of Lugia matchups. Um, yeah. and it, I feel like there it didn't matter too, too much, but in uh, round 13, you played Azul, which was one of your two losses in the, uh, the, the Swiss portion, basically, and you know he's playing the Kyogre in there, so that 20 damage, do you think the, the healing from the... Cha- I'm sorry, is it? it's 10 from Champions Festival, isn't it?
1: Yeah, it's 10. It's 10. 10.
0: Do, you think, uh, do you think that would have made a difference in that matchup against uh, Azul?
1: Uh, I don't think it would have made a difference in that matchup when we were playing, to be honest. I just don't think I've mastered that matchup like Henry has, so definitely re-watching that It makes me think that Champions Festival versus Lost Box isn't necessarily like good for that matchup. I think it's better to hit higher numbers like 300 and 330 more consistently, though. I think
0: hitting 340 might matter eventually uh, as we keep getting other Stage 2 EXs. (laughs)
1: Yeah, for sure.
0: So who knows? Uh, it might really matter then too. Uh, but we haven't really seen anybody adapt to that uh, the Charm <laughs> Drifloon thing in a while. Even in Asia, kind of like fell off early on. But I feel like the, just the accessibility of Champions Festival is part of the problem in itself.
1: It definitely is. I I think it's a very cool card. It's definitely hard to get. I feel really bad for those Japanese players. Yeah.
0: Yeah, it's way more expensive for them than it is for the rest of the world. Because, like, you know, the the welcome kit, you, you get one of every language. And people, like, tend to pass those extra languages around to people they know from other territories that can use them. So, yeah, it's a big part of it. But so let's talk about the run itself. The, the Swiss portions uh, day one, um, you had 1L which was round seven against Ben, which ended yeah. up being your opponent in uh, top, eight. top eight. So um, any of those other matchups specifically, though, um, that you want to talk about from any anything day one related whatsoever?
1: Um, To be honest, I had a pretty good day one. It was no loss box, which I got very lucky, yeah. but... It seems like a lot of those lost box people uh either like just didn't do well or they got paired against each other, so I think it was a little bit of luck slash I feel like I was playing at a like I was doing so well that I was able to avoid them,
0: yeah, you hit um three lugia matchups. Uh, you hit two Arc Tina, two Mew, and an Arc Duraludon, as well as a Mirror. Yeah, uh, in day one, so you you had it set out for you by fate itself that you didn't hit any Lost Box <laughs> uh, whatsoever. Uh, round one, the uh, opponent went 0-3 drop, uh, according to Pokestats Stats Live. So yep. Uh, uh, Duraludon just feels that. like free real estate um, for Gardevoir Ultimately, it's Not so good. Like, that
1: matchup was so free. Yeah, and then, like go ahead. it was like it was Arc Dura Umbreon more specifically. Pokestats wouldn't let me put Arceus Umbreon, but it was Arc Dura Umbreon, and that matchup is way better than what I anticipated. Like them having two V Maxes and like just bossing up like a bench V instead, you can still win the game so easily.
0: Yeah, Umbreon. Uh, it, sure, it can hit your your EX for for weakness and get a KO, but it just it's it's a bench sitter, uh, and it's 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 free prizes.
1: Well, even then, DTE says before weakness and resistance, so yeah. they're not even ocoing your party EX. If they
0: have to not get the uh, the full like Trinity Nova, Trinity Charge onto it, it does not feel good for them whatsoever. It's just like yeah. a wasted commitment at that point in time.
1: And then round two, I believe I tied versus Mew. Yeah. Is that what it says on yeah. the yep. focus stats? Yeah. So game one, I won. Game two, I ended up losing because they rock and me. And my deck was pretty thin. I remember that. I just wasn't able to draw into my path counter.
0: Okay.
1: Which was like, I believe I had a worker and a temple left. So yeah. it was pretty good odds between like my Curlias and I just didn't draw. So got a little unlucky there. When the game three ended up as a tie? Uh, Mew is pretty good, I think now, especially not running Sky Seal Stone and running Forest Seal Stone, which a lot of people would not think is the case.
0: <laughs> yeah, it just gives you that extra like push at the beginning of the game where it matters a little bit more. Like especially like that turn one, it could turn into a battle pass. Uh, it's so to good to grab extra Ralts or like Greninja for whatever purpose or so, like whatever you think you need or whatever you don't already have. Um, cause there's just so many times too, like from when I've played it with a, with a sky seal stone, like it, it feels like it's, it's a dish, it's so dead sometimes. And when you want it, you can't find it. So like just the, the sky, the forest seal just feels so much better than the sky seal ultimately now.
1: Or seal stone was amazing. Not going to lie. I'm very glad I played forest seal stone over sky seal stone. I just can't, I don't think I could ever justify going back to sky seal stone
0: don't blame me at all especially with the new format and everything too and we'll dive into in a little bit here yeah but yeah so uh you hit, a, you hit a mirror next i'm i'm sure uh you won the coin flip on that one and i actually correctly. did not yeah. win oh, the coin oh, flip okay no
1: um so with the guard of war matchup it's a little weird i didn't go first either game one or game two Ooh. I was just able to, I think, outplay them. I don't think they knew... I didn't think they knew the mirror that well, to be honest. They were swinging with their zation at wrong times, I think. So I was able to capitalize off of that.
0: Yeah, if they're swinging with zation, you swing with Guardy. If you're swinging with Guardy, they swing with zation, and like... Exactly. Yeah, you got to be careful on all that kind of stuff and where you pivot around to. And then, yeah, next you hit uh, freaking regional champion, Reagan Retzloff.
1: Uh, oh my gosh! And they
0: were playing uh, Arceus, <laughs> so I'm sure like just seeing their name like oh, on Arcanine. Was Regan was like
1: playing a, Lugia, right? Yeah,
0: Lugia, Arceops. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, so like just seeing their name though, uh, like on Arcanine, I'm like, i like, oh crap. Yeah, I'd, yeah, I would get the jitters. Like, oh, I'm going up my... to a regional champion. Like, I know it's like all in your head and. Like the game can play out completely different sitting down, for sure, focusing. But
1: yeah, my heart dropped. I'm not gonna lie when I saw that name. I definitely thought I was gonna be like 2 1 1 or like 1 2 1 for the tournament at that point. But I was able to pull off the win. Game one, though, it was not good for me. I think I drew for my turn and then immediately like passed. And then shortly after, we went to Game 2. Game 2 was the same thing, but with him. uh, Regan just wasn't able to do anything. And then Game 3, it was pretty back and forth from what I remember. I was just able to outpace him, and he got a little unlucky, if I remember correctly.
0: The coin flips, most likely doing a man. yeah the mesa goza and capturing Aroma that's the, the reason why I don't feel confident playing lugia outside of like a local just it
1: feels too flippy for me
0: yeah and it's still super popular and it's still super powerful but I mean if you if you flip tails you fail so yeah and yeah you hit another lugia right after that another uh another victory there uh then you hit the uh the first arctina and this one went in your favor but then round seven you hit ben and took an l there to his arctina Uh, what happened in that matchup that round
1: so what happened against ben i remember i think i like immediately after that match uh messaged like our redacted group and was like i don't think i played a game of pokemon that round i just like between path and like judge, I just wasn't able to set up. Uh, mm. Arctina Arctina did what it was supposed to do. My deck couldn't get through it, so that's definitely what happened.
0: Yeah, I mean taking an, taking your first L of the day though in round seven is still definitely good, uh, considering that you went out the rest of the night. So yeah, I seven, was definitely one happy one, where where there. where I was. Yeah, yeah. And then, yeah, you hit another another Lugia and then a Mew. And uh, on the day two, it was. Uh, how did you feel after day one? I know, excited, clearly. Like, <laughs> that's a dumb question for me to ask. Yeah. But, like, what was going through your mind?
1: I was feeling amazing, not going to lie. The last time I went, like, that well, I went 7-2 at Fort Wayne that year. And I ended up making top 16. So after day one, I was feeling amazing, I felt like I could have definitely a deep run. I was thinking about IDing in round nine just so I could like go hang out with my friends that I was staying with. But then my girlfriend nudged me in the right way and she was like, no, you really should play out the last round. And I was like, yeah, you're right. I could could make top eight if I win this last round, ended up winning, and the rest is history.
0: (laughs) Yeah, uh, a win or a loss or the tie, like right there, I think... Just getting that extra win, though, really does push you a little bit further up. Um, 100% did. Too. So it's a massive difference. I, mean, I don't think ID I would have made o- o- is okay, but, again, just means you got to win out even harder uh, earlier yeah. on. But, I mean, you you plowed right through uh, 10, 11, and 12 all dubs. You oh hit. my
1: god it was insane yeah,
0: the, the the rush you're most likely feeling at that point in time is probably off the charts but round 10 first round of the day you had another lugia any uh, thoughts on that matchup
1: uh so i actually thought it was a lost box deck at first um apparently lugia still runs drapeon what uh yeah i sat down with my opponent and we flip over our cards for game one, and it's Drapion. Oh wow! And I won the coin flip, and I'm like, "Oh god, here's my first loss box of the tournament." I set up my board, and I'm like, "Pass." And he draws, and he puts down a Lugia, and I go, "What?" Yeah, Lugia still plays Drapion, uh, for some reason.
0: I would. I'm gonna have to click into their name and see what their uh. What their day looked like, their day one looked like if they hit a bunch of Mew where that mattered. Because I don't think I'd ever consider putting Drapion and Lugia in this format, honestly.
1: Yeah, like, I was, like, this is day two, and I'm yeah. like, we're both 7-1-1, and I sit down from him and he flips over Drapion. Of course my mind was going, saying it was Lost Box, and then it turned out to be Lugia.
0: That definitely had to be, like, a feeling of relief, though, like, knowing that it was It possible. was. Yeah.
1: He ended up leading Luminion game two, and I was oh, like, so man, just, this is a sign.
0: Yeah, just free. Just free at that point. The fate, yeah. Fate was on your side. And then, yeah, you hit uh, next round, Dan Hugar, and they were playing a ArcTina, and this one oh. looks like a dub here, so they didn't get to do all the things they wanted to do, but any thoughts on that matchup specifically?
1: Uh, yeah so my friend actually said that this win was like the like the determining like match that I was gonna end up going to top eight uh, because of like some of the plays I ended up doing and the very last turn of the game this is game two we only have like five ten minutes maybe left I won game one. We're in game two, and Dan puts down a path to the peak, and I have no no outs left, but I have a Pow Pad and a Worker in my discard pile. I only have a few cards left in my deck. I draw them. I play Pow Pad, and I only put Worker back into my deck, and then I refinement or I shining Arcana to get my Worker, Mm -hmm. and I played Worker. The thing is. Dan was like, no, you can't play that card. I was like, no, what? No, I totally can. Because it, it says, draw three cards, period. Discard a stadium, period. They're two separate effects. But he's like, no, you can't play that. And we called over a judge. And the judge was like, "Uh, let me check with the other judges. They checked with the other judges. They said a ruling in like, my favor that like you still can play a worker. And then he was like, I would like to appeal, and we went up to the head judge, and the head judge even was like, uh, let me check. And the problem is with worker is that in the compendium it says, you may play worker if there's no stadium. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't say you can play worker if there's no deck.
0: It's the same thing as, like, your deck is a deck of zero, technically, or whatever. I'm sure they said that at one point in time.
1: Uh, they said it was like two it was two separate effects and you have to play a card to the most of its effects. So since it was two separate effects, I could discard the stadium but draw no cards. Yeah, because it's so not, I was it's able not to... draw
0: three if you do discard Correct. a stadium. Yeah. So. Yeah,
1: so I was able to discard that stadium, attach active, embrace once, retreat, and swing with my uh shining arcana. God of War to win that game, but my friend definitely said, like, that play was, like, the play of the tournament for for me, so I was very happy about that, and I was feeling really, really good.
0: Good. And then, yeah, round 12, you hit Christian Fontenot, and uh, they were playing an Arceus deck. It doesn't specify what it was. Do you remember specifically, like, what kind of arc?
1: I 100% remember what it is. It was... It's the deck oh, that... this is the stream
0: match. This is the stream match, right? No, 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 no.
1: no. This is the, the freaking Clef key Archeops, no, not Archeops, uh, Aerodactyl Archeus deck. Okay, okay. The, the, the Clef key with, like, Battle VIP Pass, Archeus, Path, Aerodactyl. Like, Joe turn turntine turntine on Twitter is, like, keeps, like, Retweeting it with like all caps keys 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 keys.
0: Okay, yeah, I've seen I've seen the tweets now. Yeah, all right. Yeah, so it's it's, like the 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 turbo lock or whatever, depending on what matchup you hit, you want to go all the keys, or you want to go as fast as you can to the Aerodactyl, or so on and so forth. Because you can't Starbirth and also use Aerodactyl in the same game, so you have to really like make it very focused and and whatnot. And like
1: Aerodactyl wasn't even like that good in the matchup because Aerodactyl's only for V Pokemon.
0: Yeah, so it just doesn't do anything for you. Uh, Oh boy, they can turn off your Zation, which you're only going to use probably on the first turn of the game anyway, so they can't...
1: Or my Luminion, yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. So as long as you're drawing hot, you don't have to worry about Luminion searching for supporters or anything such like that, so... Yeah, and even then,
1: like, you don't really have to use Luminion. You can can just refinement, like, through your deck.
0: Pretty brutal. All right, so... Round 13, This you, you were on stream round 14. I'm a ding-dong. I don't know. I, I was watching. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm all excited already again. Uh, but So round 13, you hit Azul.
1: Azul, yeah. Uh, that quite, was the first lost box of the whole tournament.
0: They've been pretty much on that same like 58-something cards, it seems like. Um, yeah, I think non-stop. they didn't
1: change anything from Hartford. I think it was the same sixty.
0: Okay. So that matchup uh how'd that play out?
1: a uh, brutal uh it was rough. I think I won the coin flip, but I wasn't really able to set up. He wasn't able to set up uh I ended up winning game one actually thinking about it game two I just tried my best uh i didn't I really did not know how to play like. A good Lost Box player, like it's different to have Gardevoir playing against like a Lost Box per, like deck, mm-hmm. but it's way different to be playing Gardevoir versus Azul piloting Kyogre Lost Box. I can only imagine. He 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 knows like everything about that matchups, the in, the outs. Um, what was like. Like, what I didn't even think about is that, like, most Lost Box players don't want to be swinging with Dragonite, but Dragonite is a really good card in that Gardevoir matchup. It swings the matchup so favorably towards Lost Box. It's insane. I didn't even think about that or know about it until it it happened to me.
0: (laughs) Yeah, because who cares if he hurts his own bench? Like, it's not going to do anything to make your day easier because you're just going to swing over single prizes, anyways, half the time.
1: Exactly. Mm -hmm. And then then, like, because usually what they're doing is they're swinging with Cram, taking a prize or attacking your Zacian. You use Zacian to knock out Cram, but then he just brings up Dragonite and he just obliterates your Zacian.
0: Yeah, and then you really have to reach uh, to get to that Dragonite. I mean, 250 is not super unattainable, but after Zacian goes down, you have to make sure you have, like, a Shining Arcana, and then the prize trade is just still screwed up at that point, I assume.
1: Yeah, and by, and, like, They've already taken three prizes, but you've only taken you've taken three after the if you knock out the Dragonite. So it's it's a little hard, especially since they've already got like probably close to ten, if not ten, in their loss zone already. So it's 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 a really rough matchup in the hands of like these really like top tier players.
0: Yeah, and if they get anywhere like depending on your board state, if if they have two or three prizes left, they pretty much like can just get the deck down to zero and Kyogre.
1: Exactly, yeah. It's a it's a rough matchup. I think after watching Henry play versus Caleb, granted Caleb did get very unlucky. Yes. Yes. Uh especially game one, game two a little less unlucky, but I think Henry definitely knew what he was doing, and I definitely plan on re-watching that match several times over.
0: Yeah, Henry's uh, lines of play with the Chrysalia and the Stadium and the Penny and everything were solid options to see.
1: It was very phenomenal.
0: But uh, besides from Henry taking the dub, round 14 is the round you were picked to go on stream. This is against uh, Anil Saini? Saiati uh, I'm sure I'm destroying the pronunciation of their name so I hey, for whatever reason if you're listening uh my bad but they were playing Mew but yeah this is the stream game so uh what was what was going on in your head we could see everything uh on our <laughs> side and you know like the the guys and I were all watching in our own little ways and whatnot so it was super exciting to be
1: honest, to be honest I was just excited that I was going on stream um like I said on stream, I've got two goals for every tournament, win round one, play on stream. And this was the very first time I was able to accomplish both goals. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so you had I that, was... You, had
0: that, you said that in your interview with Scarzig, so...
1: Yeah, I was over the moon. I literally did not care if I could win or lose that match on stream. I was just happy to be up there and to play Pokemon.
0: But yeah, so the matchup, I mean, it definitely, like... It it was kind of a nail biter in that that final game. Um,
1: uh, but... yeah, it was a it was. I was definitely sweating, and then he played Roxanne, and mm-hmm. then I was like, "Oh no!" But then he revealed during the Roxanne that he literally had like five or four cards total to draw. And I was like, "Oh my gosh!"
0: Yeah, they basically deck themselves out, so. Eh. But like they yeah. had that they early on, like their judge path like felt like it was actually kind of sticking
1: against you. It was um, really strong, I will say that. Yeah.
0: When they hit the luck, they hit the luck, but then it ended up biting him in the butt in the end.
1: Yeah. I was a uh, Game one was I thought I was totally losing. I, I thought yes. that game was over for me.
0: It did not look like it was gonna go well, uh, and then I I think they what they flipped tails and then missed the attack, and then the penalty happened. Um, that was that was in game two, right?
1: That was yeah. game two, yeah.
0: In game two where they declared the attack and the attack uh, the attack step, but it did not pivot uh, into the other Mew at all during the turn. And like once you once you declare an attack, uh, it's that's pretty much over at that point. And that
1: was, yeah. the, that
0: was like the extra opener you needed to get back into the game.
1: Into game two. Yeah. 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 Game one, uh, like I thought it was over, but I was able to just knock out two movie maxes game two, him declaring the attack, but having already techno blast the turn before really, really put the nail on the coffin. Mm-hmm. I I think I was able... I think I was going to be able to win that game regardless, but it definitely was the nail in the coffin for him.
0: Yeah, it made it a lot easier to see the path of victory and then, like, also gave you extra time for the next couple of, couple of games. Oh, for sure. But you didn't, you need you to play three anyways. You won 2-0. So, I mean... Yeah. It, it just... You get that first game and you feel like, all right, cool, I can either lose this next one and go to time or we could just play it out. And, I mean, like, you like played that beautifully getting there so
1: yeah i was very happy about it it's a little weird playing on stream though because you only have 50 minutes for regular swiss rounds of stream but they want you to play slower and to like make sure everything is like looking neat and that you're like doing one thing at a time and you're not doing any shortcuts so like I went back and I rewatched it, and I was like, "Man, this was close to 50 minutes, but like, I felt like we could have done it in like maybe 30, 40 minutes at, t- at tops."
0: Yeah, the production uh really takes the rein of any game on stream whatsoever, too. So,
1: yeah, it was. You have
0: to wait to get seated, and then you have to set up, and then you have to get the okay from the judges to put your prize cards over, yep. and. Then they give you the okay when to start and everyone, you know, like the white noise, which you said you doesn't, uh, we, before we started recording, like the white noise doesn't bother you. And it helps you to an extent, but the fact that like, not everybody's used to that and like all the lights and the pressure of, you know, you've got X amount of people watching in the audience of the crowd of the tournament itself, plus whatever the YouTube and Twitch streams have going on, um. Not everyone's like able to like get on a camera and be able to be themselves or whatever and just play it out.
1: Yeah, it was a lot of fun. I definitely was feeling a little sorry after I beat Anil because he said before the sh- the game he only needed to be in top 16 to get his invite to Worlds. Um so he needed to win the next round if he lost this round versus taking two ties to get the invite. So, he was actually able to win the last round to get his invite, thankfully. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, it it sucked a little bit being able to beat him, but at the same time, I was over the moon.
0: And then round 15, you tied. uh, Give yourself a little bit of a breather. Uh, The tie locks yourself in to top eight. And then, yeah, you get picked to go right back up on stream against (laughs) your, your loss from day one, Ben.
1: And then I was I was definitely much happier to be playing Ben than I was to be playing like Azul again mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. uh going into top eight I think Pokestats had me as the third seed and Azul as the sixth seed so we were I thought we were gonna end up playing but it turned out um, with like Caleb Gedimer's match like mi- mixing up resistance ended up ended up going in as fourth seed and Ben was fifth so, much happier to be playing that matchup,
0: yeah, resistance always matters. They've been wrong a few times when it comes to putting those uh top eight brackets up before, but they're still pretty close and almost always correct, except for like the bubbles and whatnot, and the resistance is kicking in, so
1: yeah, but
0: this is where the the dragon shields failed you,
1: <laughs> unfortunately, yeah.
0: So now's your chance to be like, Hey, Ultimate Guard, uh, hook a brother up.
1: <laughs> oh my god, please! I would, if I could get free sleeves, and I would be more than happy to be sticking to one brand, like, period. I'd be very okay with that.
0: Yeah, they send me uh, Ultimate Guard, sends me sleeves, so I'm super, oh, really? Yeah, I'm super excited to, nice. be able to use all their stuff all the time. It's very awesome. Yeah
1: they definitely put out some great sleeves. They put out the katanas, right? Mm-hmm. Katanas in Man. the
0: Cortex line, which is like a more like an everyday kind of budget sleeve, but they're perfectly fine.
1: Yeah, the katanas, I remember I would buy them for my magic decks and those those were sick.
0: Might be time to like hey, the switch over. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I've seen a lot of issues with Dragon Shields anyway, so the quality and the printing process, especially the dual mats, I've seen a lot of people do. Oh, my sh- gosh, yes. Mats, but that's besides the point. So unfortunately, with what happened, yeah, drawing that extra card and getting the, the two prize penalty, if it wasn't for the two prize penalty from like the way the stream matched went, like I feel like you could have had that game
1: definitely did have the game Mm -hmm. like I saw the line of play and I was like all right this is I I win this way and I refinement and I took the first card perfectly fine and I go to take the second one but the two sleeves were like stuck together and I like was like picking up my card but the card underneath it stuck to the card I was trying to draw so I saw the level ball which was the third card and I didn't even get to see the card I was supposed to draw.
0: Yeah, it's unfortunate. Because they stuck together. Mm-hmm.
1: It was, I think, I think it's partially my fault because I definitely did not sleeve for day two. I was just happy to be in day two. I wasn't anticipating going into top eight. So I definitely should have resleeved, but what's happened's happened.
0: Yeah. And then now it's, it's, it's a lesson learned for the future. Next time. Exactly some new sleeves the night before heading back to the hotel room and go from there
1: yeah for sure uh yeah that matchup uh game one was rough game two i definitely had game three who knows
0: yeah it was definitely looking like it could have gone to a game three but them's the breaks as they say but all in all top eight uh definitely how are you feeling afterwards
1: I'm feeling awesome, not going to lie. I'm very glad to just have made day two, and then that top eight on top of it was, like, the icing on the cake. Uh, Very, very, very happy to have done that. I was struggling a lot with, like, how I was as a player. Like, I knew I could make day two, but this year I wasn't able to. I think with the introduction to the Lost Zone engine... And me playing that a bunch, it just wasn't for me. I really didn't want to play Lugia, and I really didn't want to play Arc Pile. So I was just really struggling to find a deck I liked. And then Gardevoir was released, and I've been doing pretty well since then.
0: Yeah, uh, Gardevoir's... Uh, honestly, it's a breath of fresh air. Um, compared to where like card design has been in the past year and a half in general.
1: Oh my god, yes.
0: And... Uh Paladay Evolved is technically released by the time this episode comes out. So any cards in there specifically you're excited to play with outside of like tweaking Gardevoir, uh any other new decks yet you want to build, anything like that?
1: To be honest, I really want to build the fortress, Wo Xien, and then Shaman V Star all together in the same deck.
0: Yeah, it sounds like it could be a banger. Did they you take I... you make them take prize cards, Shaman gets stronger, uh Wo Xien gets stronger?
1: you um, Iono um, to, mm-hmm. like, four or three right away. Yeah, Man, we'll
0: drop their hand size down, and hopefully they don't have, like, a Bieber or whatever set up to be able to draw back up. Exactly. Yeah, it looks like a lot of fun. This, this set seems super awesome in general. Plus, it adds stuff to Gardevoir, so we get Artisan and the Energy card and just different counts of cards in the deck and it honestly feels like it's super powerful especially like being able to throw Luxray in to make Lugia step back a little bit Iona then, is huge for the deck
1: and then with the reversal energy you're able to actually run the two other glades like more comfortably
0: yeah you don't have to worry about not being able to attach them um,
1: exactly and then with like the psychic glade with buddy catch you are able to get like your iono or like since you're running for iono now like your one of supporters more often like it's going to be very nice
0: yeah you don't have to rely on like miriam anymore whatsoever either
1: 100
0: coming into the mix so yeah, Palde evolved is definitely huge, uh, but leading into NAIC with Powday evolved, I think like a lot of us in the group and you know insider information, I guess, but <laughs> we're, we're we're mostly like thinking Guardy. I think.
1: Yeah, I just don't see Guard of War just not winning NAIC. To be honest, it's such a strong deck. Granted, this is going to be a much different format. Guard of War is definitely going to have a different feel to it. I think. And then us American players play way different decks than mm-hmm. Japan. And then same with the structure of tournaments in general is way different from Japan. So who knows what could happen, but my bets on Gardevoir. Um, I think that deck is going to be super dominant and just really, really good.
0: Yeah, there's a lot of hype around Chi and Pal, um, but I don't I don't think any of us are like super sold to make it like a viable option for what we're considering
1: yeah the one thing about that though i think Shampao, you run like skaters park with your greninja and scalibur. so you just attach the energy to your greninja and when you moonlight shuriken the energy just goes back to your hand mm-hmm. instead of so it being like, discarded and exactly yeah. so I think that's gonna be re- I think that's gonna be really good I don't think people are fully realizing that is gonna be a thing and then same with like lost city with like Shienpao decks and Greninja
0: yeah lost like, city hurts
1: I think that deck is gonna be very good versus guard of War too so like I think they're gonna have a pretty good matchup versus each other like guard of War is very good and then Shampao with like lost city I think it's gonna be very very good too
0: Mm -hmm. yeah it's gonna be a weird month technically about less than now at this point uh
1: well we've got like three weeks maybe
0: like less than uh basically after tonight recording thursday night the episode comes out friday so yeah three weeks from the day basically is uh day one uh, of naic so it's gonna be uh a a grind not just for us but for everybody out there like trying to figure out what the play is what do you like what's the tech choices and what's the yeah for sure gonna shape up to be i'm definitely going to be watching a lot of like online results like a hawk just out of curiosity <laughs> with like the late nights and stuff everyone like is yeah assuming
1: thinking. assuming they get their their stuff in line yeah it, like rough,
0: yeah, it seems like a uh, rough release today so far, so hopefully it smooths out over the next couple of days, and I think I saw like a uh, a late night special event scheduled for tomorrow afternoon, one in the evening, and then uh, weekly tourney of Doom, shout out to Senior Doom and Pokiemi, who run that, but also this weekend too is Fresno, um, so a lot of the top talent that could be playing online will most likely be in California playing the current format without Pal they Evolved.
1: Correct. Any
0: quick thoughts on Fresno? I know uh, this is the second episode of the week, and I talked about this with Gazer and Dre and the guys that were on. But, um, yeah, any any quick thoughts on Fresno metagame?
1: Um, after with Guard of War coming out, and performing as well as it did like this weekend, both in Milwaukee and over in Europe, I believe, mm-hmm. or was it South America?
0: South America, I believe. It
1: South America the with the uh, Guard of War Mewtwo. I think Lost Box is definitely going to go up back in like popularity, which means Lugia. I don't know to be honest. I think Lost Box is definitely going to be more prevalent, but at the same time, I think Guard of War is going to be played a lot more. I think people are gonna be like not too scared to play it again. Um especially with the uh, Gardevoir beating Lost Box in the finals at Milwaukee. Mm-hmm. So I wouldn't be surprised to see another like two Gardevoirs in top eight at Fresno as well lo- as well as like a um, Mew, like probably like three Lost Box again. And like maybe a Lugia Probably Lugia. Maybe makes an arc
0: Kyle sneaking in, who knows? Yeah. I think I think I think you're spot on though with the Guardi, uh, because like people are gonna see, oh cool, Henry Brand, world champion, I'm gonna play his sixty cards. Exactly. And then they're gonna think they're invincible into you know, lost box and just not know how to play that matchup right. So definitely a, yeah the the term skill issue will probably come up in the salty <laughs> tweets after the fact like i can't believe i did so bad with the world champions deck. yeah So like what'll ultimately break down
1: yeah i think art of war is going to be super popular so bring your lost box decks um at the same time i think people who all who have been playing guard of war are going to be probably rewarded to be honest like mm-hmm. i've kind of stuck with guard of war and i finally it, Finally, like, paid off big time, just knowing all these matchups so well.
0: Yeah, being able to play the deck for a while, getting the reps in, knowing the matchups, knowing the lines of play, it makes a massive difference than just, like, picking up somebody's 60 and, and, and rocking with it. But you picked up towards 60, and you rocked it. Like, it, <laughs> it, it worked out. So there's a massive difference because you put the time in. Uh, I, I would always see you and uh, Blake and, and Pat, like, uh, in the Discord, yeah. Get, getting the, getting the work done. So
1: granted a bunch of it was just Guard of War Mewtwo, but the switch was pretty easy going mm-hmm. from Gardevoir of War Mewtwo to regular Gardevoir. of War. Yeah. Granted the Mewtwo cards are insanely strong, but it felt like I had four more cards in the deck.
0: I remember I I think you you remember me saying like I don't like this deck. I tried to play it and I was like I hate this deck. I hate this deck. And then I played the regular yeah. version. I felt so much better afterwards. So I, I I don't know something about like the Mewtwo version like just doesn't rub me the right way I guess. Yeah. Uh, I'm not saying it's bad but I just oh, no. I, I couldn't like, you know, I couldn't vibe with it whatsoever.
1: It's so. funny that the 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 weekend I switch off of Gardevoir Mewtwo, Gardevoir Mewtwo wins a different regional. Mm-hmm. So I think it, I think both versions are still very good. They both have their own merits.
0: Yeah. And uh Guard of War Mewtwo's a little bit better into Lost Box, but at the same time like just getting it in play and protecting everything else in the process. I just it felt like a chore to me and I couldn't do it.
1: Yeah, I think two running sky seal stone was a mistake. Mm-hmm. I definitely think just force sealstone is the go is the way to go, just period. So maybe going back to Guard of War Mewtwo with Force Seal Stone as an option, I think might be a, might be in the future.
0: Speaking of the future, we'll 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 talk about that and then we'll wrap this up because it is a little bit late. Uh, so I thank you for giving the time. But your yeah, no future problem. as a player, clearly, you're going to be at NAIC uh, this weekend. You're going to go to some cups out in Chicago Land. Uh, but beyond that, um, what are your plans for the future as a player, or just in general?
1: Uh, to be honest, I was planning on going to the puerto rico special event uh i like was able to like register but apparently it put me on a wait list like i was able to register for the tournament but was put on a wait list so i just like haphazardly like like bought playing tickets and i was ready to go and i was ready to play and then like uh somebody told me uh i think it was i believe it was my girlfriend yeah she was like wait uh are you on the wait list and i double checked and yeah i was on a wait list for to like go play in Puerto or Rica. something or whatever yeah uh, so i don't so i didn't you know, want to risk I don't
0: get like the reasoning with these like spe's just like popping up last second uh yeah
1: pokemon really needs to just put those out at the very beginning of the year i feel like i feel like it's not even on
0: pokemon i feel like it's on these like these like local and regional level tos that get spes you think i think so i think it has i think there's some sort of like communication error between pokemon and these tos and like because like you know they they when they schedule these SPEs, it feels like me is like a local professor scheduling a cup or a challenge a month out. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it, this, this isn't yeah, even sure. a month out. It's like, it's like weeks. That's like what? Two, two weeks, two and a half weeks away is what that would have been. Um, literally. Yeah. Yeah. Two, two full weeks, uh, basically from the day this episode will drop. So it's just like what two week notice, like two week notice for a league challenge. Cool, bro. That's perfectly fine for me. League Cup? yeah, it's a little sketch, but it's not the worst. Two weeks for SPE or a regional? Nah, that's just not enough time except for people who are able to just, like, throw piles of money away. um, Yeah, and thankfully,
1: I was able to, Uh like afford it just because i did so well at milwaukee
0: yeah like you know you have a, a travel reward basically like whenever they decide to deposit it's like exactly it's not like okay cool i can spend a little bit on my savings i know i have that money coming back in that's 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 awesome yeah that's that but it's like if, if i was like oh cool puerto rico don't mind if i do let me go ahead and bust out the capital one and <laughs> and just no no I, I, couldn't, yeah. I, couldn't, I couldn't i couldn't commit to that Uh, Even if I was, like, trying super hard this season, I don't think I would commit to it. Yeah.
1: Unfortunately, no SPE for me. Um, Thought about Fresno last minute, too. Decided not to, just to spend that money in Japan when I do go. Mm Mm-hmm um but besides that i'm just gonna try to hit up some cups um depending on how well i do this weekend at some cups i will either go to more cups or to a league challenge or two try to wrap up some points so i don't have to do a super super deep run into any ic
0: yeah the way we were breaking it down you get a you get a couple of league challenge and a couple of cup uh first and second places and you know a top 128 top 64 at NAIC can seal the deal for you. So
1: for sure. And I definitely think I can do it, uh, especially after this confidence boost Mm -hmm. of top eight, I'm feeling, I'm feeling pretty good.
0: Yeah. I I'm, I'm with you on it. I, I know you can, uh, I've seen how the group has been and everyone's super supportive in the group. Plus you've got your partner. So that's a huge push in the right direction. And, and your, your, your mom is a judge, Right, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, so like, she's that's, a part a of big the part of it too.
1: She's part of the like the paper team usually, and she's like the paper team lead slash like uh, the hive manager. Mm-hmm. Usually one of the two, and then my dad is like VG lead or like VG head judge most of the time for masters.
0: That's super awesome to have the whole family involved. So like they clearly support you, and oh yeah, it makes it a lot easier to be able to do all this. Yeah, general. for sure.
1: It, it was awesome. It's it's nice to have them there because they also, like, really understand. So mm-hmm. if it's in them to let me tag along to the 13-hour drive to Hartford was not too hard. <laughs>
0: yeah, I don't, I don't, like being able to like, oh, you guys are going to Hartford? All right, cool, I'm coming with you.
1: Uh, pretty much. Yeah,
0: it makes it a lot easier on you in the end too, so.
1: Yeah, so it wasn't, like, too much money or time commitment mm-hmm. for me, so I was pretty okay with that.
0: Right on. So, at this point, we're going to wrap it up. So, any shout outs, plugs, anything you want to give? I know you're going to give Dark Side some love. They gave us some love. I have the last no time clue recorded. what you're talking about. Yeah, okay. 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 But yeah. But yeah, at this but, point, the floor is yours. Any shout outs or plugs you want to do?
1: I definitely want to shout out to Dark Side Games. Uh, literally, thank you guys so much. I appreciate it a lot um, for like the sleeves, for cards, for your guys' just support in general. Thank you so much. Uh, Shout-out to Redacted, of course, Uh, being the testing group. uh, They really took me under the wing, and I've been super happy to be testing with them. Uh, Steuben, I believe uh, you guys know, he's part of Team Redacted, and it's great to have him around. And then shout-out to my girlfriend, as always, for being supportive and literally just shoving me the right way uh, to get this top 8. So, uh, super happy about that.
0: Yeah, it's awesome. It's awesome to see uh, Homie succeed. So uh, it's a good feeling for all of us, honestly. Uh, and yeah. also, it's a really good feeling to record an episode without Gazer. Gazer, if you're listening and you made it this far, <laughs> I, I blame you for all the mishaps in my life. And no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Oh, my God. Uh, shameless self plug new t shirt went out. Uh, we photoshopped <laughs> his face over Lord Farquaad from Shrek oh my god uh, there's there's one version right now where it's like uh, don't forget i'm notable there's another version that's going to be like some of you may get scammed but that's a sacrifice i'm willing to make we're going to try and fit that on there for a second where can i get this uh you can find the link down in the description below to buy these t-shirts over on the fourth Ball shop it supports the podcast it supports my normal individual content and all that nonsense but yeah.
1: Uh, any. F- I definitely am grabbing one of those myself. Let's
0: go. Let's go. Let's go. Any final words uh, whatsoever?
1: Uh, not much. Just thank you for having me on, and then to be honest, just play the decks that you're comfortable with. I think we've been saying that a lot in Redacted mm-hmm. that these top tier players don't understand what it's like to just be like a normal player. I guess, for instance.
0: Yeah. So.
1: Play with what you're comfortable with and what you enjoy, and I definitely think the results will show.
0: Right on. But, yeah, that'll do it uh, for this mini-gust. I know it's an hour long, but still, thank you for listening. If you made it this far, don't forget to leave a rating on whatever audio podcast platform you listen to, Spotify, Apple, Google, Amazon. Please, it means a lot to the pod. It helps support it that way. Click all the links down below. In the description, we'll have the... Uh, link to the dark side games use the discount code was it dark side 10
1: yeah dark side 10 yeah
0: and shout out to josh and andrew they've both gifted subs to the uh twitch channel uh for the podcast in the past so you guys are the bomb when are you guys gonna give us a gust of wood code you filthy animals (laughs) but yeah that'll do it steuben out uh take it easy everybody see you later
1: you can say bye if you want to
0: oh bye-bye there we go see everybody